Hey, Rainbow at Village, Cicely Majid, CEO, National Director and Pageant Coach of Rainbow Universe Pageants and Youth Services. And this is my inner beauty tip for Thursday, February 2nd, 2023. And I'm talking uh, about jealousy today. Now, as you know, if you are a viewer of mine online or a watcher or one of my followers, you know I talk about jealousy a lot. And that is because it is an epidemic out there. All over the world, jealous people here, there, everywhere. Um, and it's disturbing. It's very sad that people have resulted to um, satanic measures to um, hurt other people because it's something they see that they want desperately for themselves. So um, I'm going to tell my story in a minute, but let's talk about um, jealousy in general. Uh, when you actually, let me start with the where it derived from. <laughs> so we know that jealousy kind of creeps up on all of us. I've had jealous feelings of things or people before, but I have taught myself, I've trained myself not to be consumed by it, not to let it overtake me where I just hate the person or want to hurt the person or I just look at them funny and I don't want to spend time with them. You know, I don't do that. Um, it's not worth it. I'm too busy for that. Um, I'm an adult and it's just ridiculous. You know, I, I'll end up in prison if I act on jealousy feelings. So I'm going to tell you how I deal with jealousy at the end of this um, tip. But it derived from Lucifer. So Lucifer, as we know, if you are a Bible reader, if you're a Christian, or if you know anything about the story of God and Satan, you know that Lucifer was the light bearer in heaven, and he carried the light. That was his job. And so he became very, very jealous of God, and God was not having it. <laughs> so not sure what happened up there. I wasn't there. <laughs> um, so I don't know to what extent Lucifer acted on his jealousy, but whatever it was, it pissed God off and God kicked him out of heaven. And so he became Satan after that. Now you might wonder how did he become Satan and why he got kicked out of heaven? Why didn't he just kind of roam around the planet and just be like, hey, you know, I'll just do, just be like mankind. I'll just hang out amongst mankind. Why didn't he do that? So what happens is when you are consumed with jealousy, you become this monstrous person. So what happened with Lucifer is just imagine that you are in heaven. You're in this beautiful, beautiful place in heaven and you are um, in this place in heaven and you have experience joy and peace and love there. And that's, everybody knows that's what heaven is all about. So we go to heaven or you're in heaven and this is what you you know. This is how you live or, or um, survive by experiencing this overwhelming joy and love and peace. And I'm sure this is what Lucifer experienced holding up the light in heaven. He was probably happy, but he probably watched God too much. And he probably said, man, I want to do that too. You know, I want to do this. And I want to do that. I want to be like God. And so because of that, he, when he landed on the earth, this is just my take. I'm just thinking, you know, <laughs> my insight and, you know, some revelations. But he landed on the earth and here he is on the earth instead of in this beautiful heavenly place, celestial place with beautiful light and love and peace and God and whatever and other angels. He's got, you know, God has all these myriad of angels around him, celebrating him, serving him, worshiping him. Plus, God has his children on the planet celebrating and, and serving and worshiping um, him as well. And so I suppose 
I guess I would might be jealous, you know, man, he's God's got all this love and everything. And so now he's not in heaven anymore and he doesn't experience that love with, for himself at all anymore. So he's on the planet and he's just hurt, but hurt. And he probably lost his mind. That's how I see it. He lost his mind. He became evil. And then he became the opposite of God. And he said, he probably said, I'm going, he said, I don't know what he said. <laughs> so I'm just assuming, you know, this is kind of something that probably crept up in his mind. I'm just going to tear up the planet. And, you know, I hate God, God's children. I'm going to destroy the children, yada, yada, yada. So if you go to church, if you're a Christian and you go to, you know, whatever church you go to and you listen to your pastor, these stories come up. The pastor always tells you, walk away from Satan. Don't, you know, get involved in black magic. Don't listen to, um, you know, um, evil. Don't do evil. Um, commit. Don't commit sin in the world because all this stuff, this negative darkness that we commit, this all comes from Satan. And so that means that when you become jealous and you allow that jealousy to consume you, you become Satan. We're all, it's almost like we're all Lucifers, right? <laughs> and we, you know, we serve God and we do what God wants us to do, if we're Christian, of course. And then we become jealous of something or somebody. And then all of a sudden your mind snaps. And then you're just like, man, I want that. I want this. I hate that person. I want to do what they did. I want to take what they have. And it's mine. And you become consumed with all of that jealousy just takes over your heart. And you have this enormous mass of darkness in your heart. And so then you act on it because the consumption of anything will cause you to act on You have a an action after that. You consume, you know, enough water to walk. You consume um, enough food to survive. You consume um, enough food to cook a meal. So the consumption of jealousy is the, you may just start acting on it. Um, you're going to act on it. You're going to do something. Now, if you just think of jealousy as, you know, hey, I'm jealous of this person or that person and, um, you know, I'm jealous of this that I saw. I want that. And then you say, yeah, you know what? I'm going to work really hard this year. I'm going to, I'm going to take some, um, time and, and add some extra hours to my week. And I'm going to study hard. I'm going to go to school. I'm going to get this degree. I'm going to get that car, that house, whatever. Um, and I'm going to learn how to do this and that. That's normal behavior. That's positive psychology. Um, that's your heart saying, I can get that too. And if you say that, then you can squash jealousy. But if you don't, if you think you're entitled to what somebody else has, you're consuming that jealousy. So your actions are probably going to be satanic and dark and evil. You're going to set out to hurt the person. You're going to set out to do some type of harm, steal, maim, kill, murder, rape, whatever it is that you think that you need to do to get to what it is that you want. You're going to harm somebody and they're going to be in your way. So that's pretty much what jealousy is in a nutshell. Now, let me tell you my story. I'm not going to mention any names here, but some of you that listen to my audios and watch my videos and, you know, follow me on social media, know what I do with youth as a youth advocate. You know that I post some stuff about certain people. And so I could be talking about anybody. So you cannot, you know, say that it's a specific person, but I'm pretty sure that when the person hears this, he it is a male, will know that I'm talking about him. So I'm not going to mention his name out of respect for him because I do have love in my heart for him as a friend. I don't know how to, you know, it can expand into anything else. I don't know how to go there because of his jealousy towards me. But anyway, as a friend, I am putting this 
audio out for him. Now, I normally do my inner beauty tips for youth 13 through 24 because I work with youth 13 through 24. So what I don't usually talk to adults unless I'm doing a parent parental consent parents touch program or I've met with parents I've talked to them on the phone or we email it back and forth um, or I meet them at a school or something like that that's different um, but normally I do not my services are not for adults they are for youth 13 through 24 however this audio I hope touches a lot of adults hearts because too many adults have attacked me because of what I have started and what I built and what I have and so I want them to hear this audio and I want them to take it in and soak it in and allow it to do something in their psyche, in their brain, in their hearts, in their spirits, so that they're able to um, let go of whatever jealousy that they're holding in their hearts for me or anybody else. So my story is I built a apparently a fantastic website. Every time somebody sees it, I get amazing comments on it. Um, people are just like, whoa, how did you do that? You know, where did you come up with this idea? And oh, I love your business and, you know, this and that. And I'm just like, wow, thank you. I love the compliments. They're great. But I'm not full of myself and I have to remain humble. Something that I've learned being a Christian. Jesus was humble. I like to walk in Jesus' footsteps. So I want to have practice humility. So I don't like soak in the, the comments and the compliments and be like, oh, I'm just, you know, I'm just all that. And, you know, I got it going like that. And, you know, I got it like that. I'm just the bomb. You know, I don't do that because it's not necessary. But people do compliment me on that. And a lot of people who are um, on the lower level of self-esteem and confidence and um, a sense of self-worth and self-love tend to want to steal from people and take what they see because they don't think that they can do it or they think they can do it better or they feel like if they have it, they're going to get so much more attention and so much more love than this other person. So this is what happened between me and this other gentleman, um, male. I'm going to call him a male. <laughs> um, he's amazing at what he does, but apparently he wants to be me. So I have the ability, the psychic ability to tap into um, all kinds of spiritual things because I'm an empath and we all have psychic gifts. But some people are so um, flesh focused, so physical focused that they neglect their spirit. And so they don't have that psychic connection. They are not able to utilize it or understand it or grasp it or know that it's there. So that means you're not going to be able to tap into spiritual things that you need to. But I've been able to do that because of my walk with God and because I am have a relationship with Christ and because I was, guess I was born an empath. So I get a lot of psychic messages. I hear things. I listen. You know, I, I hear sounds. I hear conversations. I see things in dreams. Um, things have happened to me before they have happened. Uh, I mean, things have happened to me. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I've seen things happen before they have happened to me. Um, I get messages when I'm in danger. I hear, you know, maybe an angel talking to me. Maybe it's God talking to me um, to be careful or watch watchful warning about this person or that person. That happens, especially to Christians. When you're close to God, you will get those warnings and you will be safe. And everybody has the ability to have those warnings because um, we have a psychic ability within us, a sixth sense within us, our intuition. Everybody has an intuition and that is in your chakras. I'm not going to talk about the chakras right now, but we are intuitive. And that means if you're in danger, you might feel something strange. 
You might feel something strange or a strange um, sensation that I need to get out of here. That's your intuition. That's a psychic ability, a psychic sense. Um, you might be talking to somebody and feel like, oh, this person is just not the right person to talk to. That's your intuition talking to you. That is a psychic ability. You might dream something and like a week later it happens. You're like, oh my God, I saw that in a dream. That's a premonition. Um, so we all have this ability, but the closer you are to God and the more spiritual you are, the less um, physically minded that you are, the more likely you can tap into a lot of spiritual things. So I see stuff, I know stuff, I hear stuff, and this person I hear stuff all the time. And I think it's because we have a powerful connection. Um, I'm not sure what that connection entails. I'm not, not going to you know, make presumptions about that. But I do know that there's some type of connection. And I did put out there that he has a ministry, he has a destiny that God showed me about him possibly working with youth in some aspect. Now, when you say that to somebody and they have that um, ministry, that does not mean that they're supposed to do exactly what you're supposed to do. So if a singer says, hey, you have a ministry in music, and automatically they say, oh, my God, are you serious? I'm supposed to sing? Well, I'm going to, um, oh, my God, I'm going to sing the songs that you sing. I'm going to take your songs from you, and I'm going to um be just like you. I'm going to look like you, and I'm going to take your clothes and you know wear my hair like you. That's not what you're supposed to do. That means that person has been has jealousy and they're consumed with jealousy. So they kind of want to be that person. If they have the ministry, maybe they should ask God, well, what, what do you have me do, God? What do you want me to do that um, that is a part of my ministry? This person told me that, you know, you said I have this ministry. Now, if somebody ever tells you that, the first thing you should do is go to God and ask for a confirmation. Because people say all kinds of things. There's false prophets out there. There's people who make up stuff just to get close to people. People who make up stuff because they just, you know, there's demons talking to them and they just say whatever. Um, or they just have an agenda. If somebody tells you, this is the ministry I believe that you have. You're supposed to do this. This is what God showed me. And they run with it. Big red flag. Danger zone right there. You can't do that because... When God gives you something, when God gives you a gift or a ministry, you do not have any idea what it is you're going to do until God guides you in that direction. He will appoint people for you. He will put um, divine connections in your life, and he will make sure that you are equipped emotionally, physically, spiritually, um, and whatever else you need to be equipped with to fulfill that ministry. So you'll go out in the world and you'll do all these amazing things because you've, one, developed a relationship with Christ. So that means you have to walk away from anything negative or dark or evil that you were involved in and clean up your life. And I told this to this this male. I said, you know, <laughs> you. I mean, I was talking to other people and I suppose he um, took it as something for him as well. Maybe it was for him. But he wanted to clean up his life. So he showed me spiritually that he was going to do that. So we have this strong spiritual connection. We were able to communicate spiritually. And I was like, whoa, okay. He wants to change his life. He wants to be clean. And then did a 360. Then nothing happened. And so I was like, wow, okay. He doesn't want this destiny. Instead, he set out to harm me. He got so jealous of me. And the jealousy just consumed him like wildfire. Like he was just on fire with jealousy so bad that he set out to hurt me online, 
um, targeted my family, targeted my friends, and just, you know, spread all these crazy rumors about me, said horrible things about me that weren't true, um, made up stories, got involved with somebody who was close to me, um, really shocked me, and just kind of broke my heart. And I was like, whoa, wow, what happened here? <laughs> and the thing that happened is he did not go to God. He did not say, okay, this woman is telling me that this is, I have a ministry similar to hers, possibly. Um, I love what she's doing. I love her website. I love her social media post. I love what she's doing with the youth. I want to be a part of that. He did not sign up for anything as, you know, the type of the person that he is and his, um, his um, career that he is in right now could have catapulted him in a huge direction to open doors for youth. And even connecting with me could open more doors for Rainbow Universe Pageants and Youth Services. And so I thought, wow, this would be a really great connection. Maybe there's something here, you know? So I didn't press it too much because I was too busy. But because of his consumption of jealousy, he just ran with it. And he just started saying, this is mine. That's mine. I got to have this. You do this. You go here. And this is going to happen. We have to do this right now. You come here. You do this. And we're going to do it right now. And what happened is because of this, people got in his head and got in his heart um, and maybe did other stuff with him that I'm not going to go into um, and pulled him into a really, really, really dark place. He probably had an addiction to, you know, darkness, black magic, mind control, whatever. Probably had an addiction. And because of that addiction, he just kind of got worse. He probably did not like me doing what I'm doing online because he thought it was supposed to be for him. So something in him twisted in his brain. And because of that, that consumed him so bad that he attacked the heck out of me and just set out to hurt me and just kind of, you know, threw me for a loop and tried to destroy my world and my life, take over my life, take over my name, my face, my, my website, everything. He's not the only person who's done this to me. Other people have done it. I've mentioned other names before because I'm bold like that and I wanted to let them know, this is a warning, leave me alone. I know what you're doing. Um, that's the reason why I say names. But here I don't need to do that because they are. he already knows who he is. Um, so he has not decided to communicate with me in a way that normal people communicate, you know, by phone, by email, by text. Um, seen him in person and we've had words, but when he walks away, he forgets. And I think it's because it's the trauma of what he tells me about his life and what he's doing and other people getting in his face and not leaving him alone. And I can see that he's a, a beautiful person on the outside, but uh, he's on the inside quite unattractive because of what he's done and his lack of communication. Now, he does not have to communicate with me. He does not have to talk to me in any way, shape, or form. It's fine. Don't have to do it. I'm not going to say, you better call me and tell me this and that. I'm not going to do that because I'm not that type of person. Um, and then also this person has spread some stuff about some soulmate thing and twin flames and, you know, we're supposed to be together and be married one day. And so I'm thinking if somebody says something like that about me and they don't approach me in that way, they don't come to me and talk to me in a normal manner and say, hey, I'm interested in you in this way. Maybe we should get together and do this or that. If that person doesn't do that, then to me, that means they're insincere. And I don't believe that that person actually feels that. I believe that maybe they think that way and 
It's just something to twist in their head. And maybe they feel like because I told them they have this ministry that they um, need to, you know, I don't know, get close to me in that way to be a part of the ministry. I don't know. Something wild happened there. Um, so because of that, his jealousy has, I think, has caused him to move in a, a dark direction. And some people who knew about what he was saying, you know, didn't like the fact that he was into me that way. And so a lot of females got in his way, got in my way, and wanted to um, test him and um, pull him into a certain direction to see what he would do and what he was still interested in and what he wanted to be who we wanted to be with. Um, because me, everybody knows I am a chaste person. I am a celibate person and I don't believe in fornication or premarital sex. And I've put that out there to people. I've also put out things about like, you know, I'm not into oral sex or um, into um, uh, anal sex. Now, because I put that out there, some people wanted to hurt me and him and, you know, pull him into this place where, well, maybe he's into this and, you know, this is what guys do. This is what girls do in the world. You're a prude and nobody's ever going to want you, Cicely. And so I was like, wow, seriously? Are you kidding me? <laughs> I get attention from men every day. I get tons of guys on social media talking to me all the time. I don't even have time to respond to them and I feel bad. And so just to let you know, it doesn't matter what lifestyle I have. There are plenty of men who are interested and me and different types of women. When you live in that world and you're in a certain arena or circle, you tend to think this is all there is. Your mind is on, this is what we do. This is what everybody does. Nobody wants anybody like you, Cicely. And I'm like, come on, really give me a break. Grow up, wake up. There are so many, pro there are so many clubs and groups out there, especially on meetup.com. I've dated people on, you know, uh, eHarmony and other dating sites um, in person that I've met. And these people, and I wasn't ready to be, you know, married or somebody's soulmate <laughs> or wife, you know, because I'm building this business. And that was my first priority is the youth. And I believe that is where I was supposed to be. That's my path. So anybody who puts out and says, puts this out, says, well, you're too old to be with this guy, you know, and, you know, you don't have it. You're not going to give him this or do this for him. So you're not good for him. Absolutely ridiculous. I'm not going to go off on a tangent. I'm still talking about jealousy, but I'm just trying to, you know, give you a premise of what, what really happened to me here. So apparently some people got in his head and they were probably a lot of younger women because he talked too much. That was his downfall. Talking to people, telling them this, she said, this is my ministry and we're, she's my soulmate and this and that and that and that. And people will get jealous when you do that. And they're going to test you. They're going to get in your face. So I am a black female. He is a white male huge right there. First of all, all these white females are really going to want to attack me because they don't like it. Mexican females, whomever, if you're not black and even black females thinking, you know, well, hey, I'm going to give them some stuff because you're not giving it to them. So bottom line is I'm not going to compromise myself for anybody in any way, shape or form to make him want me. If that is the lifestyle that he wants and he wants to continue to be jealous and be consumed with it and attack me, then there's nothing that will connect our ministries together. He can't even have a ministry if you mistreat people and do certain things to other people. God will be angry. So his first mistake is talking too much to people. His second mistake is not going to God and confirming what I said. You have to confirm it. God, let me know. This woman tells me this is my ministry. 
Show me, prove it to me, let me see it. And if you have too much fear, if you have darkness in you, if you live an unclean life, if you allow people to get in your head and tell you what to do and pull you into a certain direction and control you, you will never be able to hear God's voice. All you're going to hear is their voices and Satan's voices and demon spirits' voices. And these people are going to get in your heart and in your head, your bed, your life, and just take you over. And then you have nothing on the outside there to run to. So the when he told me he was going to clean up his life and he allowed all this madness to take him over and get in his way, that told me that he's not ready. And I said, okay, I'm not going to bother with that anymore. I will put something out for somebody I'm not going to give any names again, but I'll, I'll put that out later, um, a proposition to see if he's interested. But I wanted to tell that story because if that happens and you don't squash it and you don't let the jealousy go, you could end up six feet under in prison. Um, I could end up hurt, losing something. I had to shut down some things in my business, like the pageant contestants because I wanted to keep the contestants safe because this person was attacking the hell out of me. And I'm like, what is he doing? I'm telling him he has a ministry. He doesn't even know what the ministry is. He hasn't asked God about it. So he became fixated on me. And because he was stuck in this dark place, he allowed Satan to get in his head and the demons to get in his head and these devilish people who were jealous and racist to get in his head and try to keep him in this dark place because they're using him and mistreating him and abusing him, telling him what to do. This is what you're supposed to do. This is where you belong. I'll give you this. I'll give you that. You can have her and go here to stay away from Sicily. And I was like, wow, that's crazy. So I had to back up. <laughs> so I've backed up and I'm actually, in, you know, getting, um, wanting to get close to somebody else. I have I've walked away from this person. Um, open to friendship, hanging out, whatever you want to hang out. And my hanging out is not sexual. It's going to movies and parties and having fun at the beach. That's my type of hanging out. Um, I don't do the sex thing and I don't do the, the drug thing or the alcohol thing. And he knows that. But he probably comes from this world. And because we come from two different worlds, our collision may never happen. <laughs> but because of that, he probably is... Um, feeling low self-esteem, maybe no confidence, and very, very feel fearful of me and of getting close to me and of talking to me and of apologizing. And because of that, no communication. So anytime you want to be close to somebody, the number one thing you must do is communicate. If you don't do that, nothing happens. So people see that in him. And so they gravitate towards him and they yank their yank at him and pull at him and say, well, you're talking to me. You're picking up the phone and calling me and you're letting me in your home and you're telling me to do this and that against her or for you. And that means you want me instead of her. You don't want to get close to your ministry or close to her. And so he's allowed all of this to take place. And because of that, there are no ties between us hardly. Um, we don't get to, you know, communicate normally because he is afraid to walk away from that darkness and step into some light where God can say, hey, sir, I've got this amazing ministry for you. This is all you need to do. Clean up your life and walk away from these people who don't care about you, don't love you, who do not have your best interest at heart. And I tried to tell him that and he ignored me. So because of that, we are not, you know, in any way um, 
connected that way. And so anybody who hears this, they might say, oh, yay, perfect. He's mine. You know, I'll pull him into this place and we're going to get that website. We're going to take that business or we're going to do our own thing. Um, and then we'll have something better than she does. And it doesn't make any sense to say that because if God blesses you with something, you cannot have something better than somebody by hurting them or harming them or mistreating them. Nobody else in the world has talked to him about a ministry or told him this is what God showed me because they're living in the same darkness that he is. So that means they're consumed with jealousy and they want to attack me and they want to hate on me and hurt me. And so I've been, you know, crazy attacked because of all of this. So my plight right now is to get through to this person to help him with his jealousy issues because they are huge. This is why he will not talk to me because of his fears of, you know, being confronted, I guess. I don't confront people if, you know, unless it's online. I don't, if I'm not going to get in your face in person and be like, you know, you did this and you did that. I don't do that. I don't get ghetto with people. That's not who I am. Um, I will gently speak to you because, as I said before, I follow Christ and I want to follow in Christ's footsteps. And that means I need to be humble and meek and mild and gentle and peaceful with people. I want to spread peace, not hate and anger and pain and suffering. Um, I want to um, be allow the person to come to me at a, the right time that they're ready. But you cannot put out to other people and to me that this is what you want to do, that you want to join forces with me or that you want to be in my life. And then you hang out with these dark people and you're too afraid to say no to them and too afraid to um, walk away from what you don't want anymore. If you don't, they will think that you still want it. So my plight this day, it's not going to go on and on and on because I have somebody else who's very interested in me and is very kind to me and actually um, responds. And that's all I need is somebody responsive. Um, I'm just telling you to squash your jealousy because you, if you do have a powerful ministry out there, you have to go to God first, not to me, not to your parents, not to your siblings, not to some other woman who's going to hook you up in a certain way or to some, you know, preacher who's not right in the head or heart. Um, if they ex ex um, express jealousy, that means there's something wrong with their heart as well. If they are against me, if they're jealous towards me, something's wrong with their heart. Anybody you interact with and they want to do what you tell them to do or they want to hurt me, celebrities, um, news media, whomever they may be, if they side with you, they may be racist and they may be um, extremely jealous. And that means they're not on your side. They're on Satan's side and they want to hurt you and hurt me. So if you gravitate towards those people, no ministry. I don't believe God's going to give you a ministry like that. You have to have a decent, good, pure heart to get that so that you can help other people, not hurt them. Because if you have Satan in your head and devils in your demons in your head, then you're going to hurt the youth if that is your ministry. You're going to use them instead of helping them and healing them. And that's not going to work out. Um, so as a youth advocate, I am a mandated reporter. If I get that information that something like this has harmed a youth, I'm going to report it. So I want to put that out there, number one, for you. And um, also invite you to communicate with me in a different way than spiritual and the way that we've communicated before, because it's not going to work. If you want to walk away, I'm here for you. I will be your friend. I will help you to do that. 
If you have jealousy issues, pray about it. Ask God to take it away from you. And this is for everybody who's listening, especially 13 through 24 year olds. Ask God to help you not to be consumed with jealousy. So you don't end up like Lucifer falling from heaven and becoming crazy and mad and dark and evil. Black magic will send you to hell and to, you know, prison into a mental hospital. Mind control, telling people what to do all the time and seeing if they listen to you, send you to hell, mental hospital and prison will hate on you. They might want to hurt you and do the same thing to you. And it's a vicious cycle spiraling out of control. So you have an opportunity. And I hope anybody who's listening, if you have developed jealous feelings of somebody towards somebody, that you wake up and let them go. It's not worth it. You cannot thrive with anybody. You cannot connect with anybody if you allow these things to consume you. There's something going on inside of you that says, I'm not worthy. I'm not capable or competent. So I have to be you or I have to do what you do. I have to take from you. Then I have to stay in this darkness with these people because these are the only ones who I know how to talk to. This is all I know. And I understand that if that is where any of you come from, a place where this is all you know. But if you don't want to be where all you know and stay there, you need to walk away and let somebody who is kind enough to care for you to walk in that direction and, um, you know, uh, merge with them and do what God has put you on this planet to do. So that's all I wanted to say. And then lastly, before I close with my inner beauty tip, um, remember when you do have jealousy, a good way to squash it, I have four different things. First of all, you have to remember that you can't be anybody else but yourself. You're you. You're nobody else but yourself. You cannot look exactly like somebody else unless you were born their twin. And even then you have your own identity. They do their thing. You do your thing. Um, so you can't be somebody else. You have to be yourself. And if somebody else that you do want to be is aligned with God, then that means maybe you should be aligned with God and do good things in the world and not try to harm this person because that person's probably very well protected because they are walking in the will of God. If you walk outside of the will of God, you have no protection and you're bound to get harmed. So remember, you can't be anybody else but yourself. So hone your talents and your abilities and remember that you are amazing. Second, you are important. You are important to whomever it is that is in your life if they love you. And somebody out there says you're important. I, the male I was just talking to, he's important to me. And I want him to see that in himself. When he looks in the mirror, um, the amazing things that he can do in the world. If he would just, you know, walk away and acquiesce, surrender to what God has for him. And let, and, you know, be strong enough to say no to people and say, leave me alone, let me go. This is what I really want. And if he can do that, then he's got something amazing waiting for him. So remember that you are important as well. And then number three, we all have something valuable to give. So you have to find out what that is. If that means going to um, a class or reading a book, or um, if that means um, getting a personality test or something like that, then do it. Find out what your gift is. Find out what you have to give and what you're able to do and find out what your passion is. Because when you're passionate about something, you're more able to do it. And you don't have to steal from anybody. You don't have to try to talk like somebody or look like somebody. That passion will come out of you automatically. It'll be there. So you have to find that. And you, that means you cannot be obsessed with your flesh or your body or obsessed with other people's bodies or, you know, somebody else. You have to find your God. 
and let God guide you and lead you and let's show you what you're able to give. And lastly, find something amazing about you and run with it. When I say you, you have something valuable to give, run with it. Don't hold on to it. Don't, you know, bottle it up. Don't hide it. Don't say, no, I don't know what I'm doing. I can't do it. Jonah in the Bible was told to, um, I've talked about this before, was told to, he had to preach in Nineveh. And he was scared. He was so scared. He's like, no, God, I don't know what the heck you're talking about. I can't do this. And um, this is not about jealousy, but I'm just saying that he did not believe in himself. You have to believe in yourself. And if you don't, you are bound to be jealous of somebody. So he finally had, you know, was placed in the belly of a well for three days. And he said, God, get me out of here. I'll do it. Okay. <laughs> so he finally said that. And so this can happen to anybody. If God really has something amazing for you to do in the world, then you may go through some testing and trials and tribulations. You may go through the fire. You may have some pain and some break, breaking points. You may lose some people that you cared about that you thought were on your side and really are not. You may... um hurt yourself. You may think about suicide. This is all breaking you. You have to be broken in order to be molded into what you're meant to be. That's how it works. You cannot just go from darkness to light, just like that. You know, I've been doing this crazy stuff. Now I'm going to go do that. You have to go through some steps and you have to be prepared for it. And that means you need to align yourself with God and godly people, Christian people, and walk in the light and do that on a daily basis and wait for God to show you what you're meant to be. Don't get jealous of somebody. Don't try to get more attention than somebody else. This male gets more attention than everybody almost. You know, I don't understand why he's jealous of me. He already has attention. Um, and nobody can give him any attention doing what I do if he doesn't do it himself on his own, in his way, in the way that God wants him to. So if he's looking for that, if he's looking for love, if he's looking for that type of attention, that's the wrong way to go. You're, you have to give the love to people. So if People are not going to care what you have to say until they know that you care. So that starts with self-love. So, you know, one thing I do encourage you, I might start my self-love videos tomorrow. Um, find a way to love yourself and care for you. Take some time alone to be with just you. Ignore your phone, your email, your texts. Ignore your, um, you know, whatever that you have to ignore. Set it aside so that you can spend time with you, getting to know you you are through God and let God guide you in a, a really amazing way in a different direction so that you can um, be the man that you were meant to be in and you feel like a man and you don't feel like you have to take over this woman and tell her you can't be you can't own this business because you're a female or you know we're meant to be so I have to be the one who runs it ridiculous absolutely ridiculous if we're meant to be we will do it together and that means that you will be ready to merge with me. I'll be ready to merge with you and we build something beautiful because I'm not done. I need a partner. So there's somebody else out there that is um, probably going to um, work with me in that aspect. Um, so anybody who has jealousy, again, squash it as much as possible. Find something amazing about yourself. Don't stare at people all day long and watch them all day long so that you become consumed with jealousy because that can happen too. Voyeurism is you know, an epidemic as well. And it can cause a lot of problems in a person's life because you're watching too much. Keep yourself busy. Do something in the world for other people. Do something for yourself. Do something that makes you feel good when you get up in the morning and awesome when you go to sleep at night so that you can say, I am, you know, I'm doing awesome right now. God loves me. People love me. I love people. And I'm doing what God has put me here to do.
That's all I have to say for you. That will help you squash jealousy. So I hope you were able to take something from that. And I hope whomever I'm talking to, you probably know who you are, but you don't get offended by what I said here or anybody else gets offended, that I am here to help and to love. And so I hope that I've encouraged you and motivated you and inspired you to do what God has intended for you to do. If you don't want to serve God or be a Christian, fine. Ignore everything I say. You have no reason to listen to me. <laughs> but if you do, that is my encouragement for you. So that's all I have for you today for this inner beauty tip. And then you will shine from the inside out when you squash jealousy. You will be a beautiful person because people will want to be around you and they'll be less likely to um, be repelled by you and run from you because you're exhibiting signs of jealousy towards them. So squash it, squash it, squash it. Thanks so much for listening. Toodles.